my entitled mother actually talked to my boss behind my back, badmouthed me, and almost got me fired. This is an older story and happened in 2007. I was 30 at the time and had moved back home temporarily. I had gotten a job with a lab, drawing blood in a busy medical center. I was a new employee, and they had a rule that you can't call in sick for the first 90 days. So, of course, I went to work sick, and after a few days, it developed into really bad pneumonia. I went to the ER because I had trouble breathing, and they admitted me immediately. I was there for five days, and the doctor said I was very lucky. My mother refused to visit me in the hospital. She wouldn't say why, but she just simply refused. I think she was just trying to be mean, but I still don't know why. But anyways, I was so sick, I couldn't worry about my job's strict attendance policy. What can you do if you get pneumonia and are in the hospital? It was terrible. I finally got out of the hospital after five days, with strict instructions for bed rest. However, my son, who lived with me at my mom's, had to go to school. His school was halfway across town and I was already really weak. I begged my dad to take him, but he coldly told me no. It's literally over half an hour to drive there. At the time, my boyfriend lived a few blocks away from my son's school, so I went over there so I could at least get some sleep and not have to drive back and forth three times. So that's what I did. Went to my boyfriend's house and slept all day. Well, this did not go over well. My parents got into their head that I was partying and having all sorts of fun times or something like that. They are insane. I could hardly walk. They refused to give my son a ride to school, so I had to take him. It made sense to go to my boyfriend's house since he was only two blocks away from the school. Well, on that day, my boss called the house to see what I was doing and when I would get back to work. My mother answered and had quite a conversation with her. Apparently, she told her that I was at my boyfriend's and that if I was well enough to go over there and party, then I should have gone to work in the first place. That stupid Karen. They refused to drive my son to school, something they previously said to do when I was unable to. What was I supposed to have done? I was told to rest at home for at least a week before returning to work. This was the first day I had been home. I was still sick. Why would I drive over 30 minutes each way when I have pneumonia? Wouldn't it make more sense to hang out at my boyfriend's house until the rest of this time is over? I thought so. Apparently my parents assumed I was out there having all sorts of fun times and partying. And my mom told my boss all of this. I didn't know this, but when I got home that night, my mom coldly told me to go call my boss and that there was a problem of some kind. So I call her and I chew her out about how sick I really was. My boss said that she had quite the conversation with my mom about all the activities that day. She said that she wasn't sure she could keep me on and I was absolutely livid. I was mad at her, my parents. I mean, why would she deliberately sabotage me like that? Especially since I needed that job so that I could move out in a few months. I mean, my parents tell me every day that I'm not wanted there. So I got a job so I could move. And then my mom trashes me to my new boss. I told my boss the situation. It was none of her business. Where I rest is none of her business. I had a doctor's note to stay home a week and I reminded her of that. I got kind of nasty, telling her that she had no right to tell my mom about my private work business. She kept on, but she always hated me after that. I didn't last long at that job, all things considered. I did confront my mother. As usual, she lied and said that she didn't know what I was talking about. And in the same breath, she had the audacity to say that if I was well enough to hang out all day with my boyfriend, then I was well enough to go to work. I asked her if she thought I was partying and doing all kinds of bad activities, and she said yes. That's exactly what she thought. I could barely walk, but somehow I had the energy to go partying all day. My mom is just straight up crazy. This time my dad finally stepped up when I pointed out that I needed that job so that I could move out. So why would you sabotage me? He yelled at my mom for being a busybody, and that she was being extremely childish and nasty. Plus, she lied to 
my boss. I never could understand that. But my mom just loves to bash me to all of her friends and family. My extended family has not spoken to me in 15 years because my mother trashed me to them, telling my aunts that I had all kinds of diseases when I actually only had a kidney stone. This is all just pathological behavior. But now I'm treated like a giant piece of garbage and nobody will really talk to me. And that's not all. My mother has contacted my landlords and other employers as well. I don't understand her constant need to bash me. I'm 44 years old now and it's still hurtful to this day. Man, that's a crazy situation to be stuck in. It's bad enough you don't have a living situation that you can rely on. But then top that off with having parents who are just literally trying to sabotage you and keep it so you can never move forward with life. I mean, what kind of parent would do that? It's especially disappointing that her mom actively tried to get her fired from her job under the assumption that she was partying or doing all kinds of illicit activities, all of which would be happening in the middle of the day, mind you. It's just really disgusting behavior and it's terrible to do something like that to someone you're supposed to love and care for. It sounds like the mom is just trying to be really controlling and try and ruin their daughter's life. Like she needed the job to move away and that's probably why the mom sabotaged her. She needed you to be dependent so that she could then continue to try and have control over you, which is just messed up if that's the truth. I don't think they technically need like a lawyer or anything like that, but it sounds like you might need to retain one just in case this keeps happening. Hopefully things got better since this incident and hopefully you don't have to deal with your mom like that ever again. An entitled Karen gets mad at me because I ask her if she wants her items bagged. Okay, so I used to work in retail. I was not there for long, but long enough to have my fair share of run-ins with a couple of Karens. So one day, this lady and her daughter were checking out, and the lady had bought 16 very large sports drinks. Now, with items like these, we're only allowed to bag two or maybe three of them in one bag, and then we would have to double bag it. It was just our store rule. Now, I've had people get upset with me in the past for giving them so many bags, especially when things had to be double bagged. And so I knew this lady was going to end up with quite a few bags. And I decided to be nice and ask first if she wanted the sports drinks bagged up. And this is how it went down. I politely asked, ma'am, do you want these drinks in a bag? The Karen says, what? Are you serious? Why would you even ask that? And before I could answer, she was getting very huffy and started bagging them herself. Her daughter tried to stop her and told her to let me do it. But the Karen replied with, no, apparently she doesn't know how to do her job right. She finished bagging the sports drinks and then storms off, leaving her daughter standing there with a look of, I'm so sorry, on her face. The angry Karen then comes back in two minutes later with my assistant manager. My assistant manager walks over to me and asks me what the problem was, and to be honest, I was confused. She then said, this lady said you were rude and didn't do your job properly. Now, my assistant manager was a no-nonsense kind of gal, but she knew I was not normally rude to customers. So I explained what happened and why I had asked a question, and my assistant manager simply looks at the lady and was like, really? You dragged me up here because she asked you a simple, logical question? The Karen was still fuming and replied with, well, she needs to do her job better. And then she stormed out with her daughter. I then explained to my assistant manager why I had asked the question in the first place. And she told me that she understood where I was coming from, but from now on, just bag everything like normal and double bag if it's heavy, unless the customer says otherwise. And if they whine about the amount of bags, just ignore them. So yeah, that happened. I mean, really all Karen had to do was say, yes, please bag those sports drinks. And I would have done it no questions asked. But instead, she got angry and told my assistant manager, I don't work in retail anymore, but guys, be nice to retail workers. They're just trying to do their jobs while also trying to keep a customer happy. I don't blame the original poster for saying, hey, do you want extra bags or not? Some of those sports drinks and like some of the popular ones can be really heavy, especially if you get them in a six pack or an eight pack. Those things will tear through the flimsy bags we're given nowadays so easily. I don't blame them for deciding that as a store policy, we're going to double bag these. Because imagine you get out to your car and you're
you're trying to bag it in your trunk and then suddenly it rips through and it goes all over the parking lot. Nobody wants that. But it seems like this Karen came into this store wanting to argue with somebody and she got her wish, but she absolutely got shut down. I love working for assistant managers like that who don't take any of this nonsense and will shut down people if they're rude to their coworkers. Having someone like that on your side is so valuable and it's great to see in action, especially with this original poster. I had a falling out with my in-laws and I'm not sure what to do to move forward. Eight months ago, I stopped working to stay at home with my kids. We are in a fortunate position that I can still also have help. We have a nanny that comes by for 15 to 20 hours a week and a weekly housekeeper. My in-laws were not very supportive, particularly my mother-in-law, who made some judgmental comments over the course of several weeks that I would be doing nothing with my time and how women should work. My mother-in-law was a lawyer and never stayed home with the kids. I told my husband it hurt my feelings, so we talked to his dad, who was very apologetic, and we went to their house to reconcile. Well, we arrived and it ended up being an ambush. They unloaded other grievances, like a time where they had to wait 30 minutes for me to get ready, also that I share important things on Instagram before telling them first, and about how I also dare think that my mother-in-law's comments were anything other than playful. I was shocked. I thought our relationship for the past decade had been pretty good, but I realized in that two-hour session that they kind of don't like or respect me. I cried, I shot back, and we all walked away unresolved. I have been cordial with them since then, but they do not seem apologetic at all. I have generally been avoiding them for the past eight months, though I did host them for Thanksgiving, a school Christmas pageant, and I went to their house for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We also went over for the Super Bowl and hosted them for two hours when they randomly popped by. I also invited them to the baby shower, though they didn't come, which was surprising, but I mean, whatever. The problem is, is that they don't like the current state of affairs and are complaining to my husband about it. They want to see us more and are mad we didn't spend Easter and one of the kids' birthdays with them. They moved states to be near us in their retirement a year ago and are expecting more because of that. I feel like before this fight, I gave them exactly what they were expecting, tons of time and attention, and what I got was judgment and conflict. So now I am pulling back and I want to spend more time with my own extended family and also with my family alone. In short, I want to spend less time with them. It's already hard enough to swallow when my husband and kids spend time with them without me because I just cringe at them being in my life. I want to be reasonable, but I don't know how to do it. My in-laws and my husband want things to go back to the way they were. I don't and don't know if I could ever fully trust them again. What do I do? It seems like the husband is definitely not helping the situation. Like from the looks of it, it looks like he's just stuck in the middle. And while he obviously wants to try and have a good relationship with his parents, I think he needs to be the one to step up and tell them to back off. He needs to be way more supportive of his wife and show that he cares. This seems like everybody's ganging up on her and it just does not seem like a good relationship situation. And it doesn't seem like you're avoiding them at all, in my opinion. You've hosted them for several occasions and they've even been over to your house. It's obviously very hurtful that they think low of you and they think that you're not a good person or something along those lines. But at the end of the day, you do not have to deal with that. Their opinion of you does not define you. I think your plan to go back and kind of focus more on your family as well as your parents is a good plan. That might give you some nice breathing room in the face of this really weird situation. Overall, though, keep taking the high ground, be the better person, and just know that they really, in the long run, don't matter as much as you might think. But that's just my opinion. What do you think? Leave a comment down below. What would you do if you were in her situation? My manager didn't give me a promotion because he didn't like that I was homeschooled. I left my first job a few months ago, a job that I had had for three years. It was a retail store that I helped build up from the ground up, one that I joined during my freshman year of college. Each year, my evaluation went up, and by the end of the second year, one of the managers gave me a task on behalf of the store manager that gave me more hours to work in the back room. And he said it was because one of the logistic managers was leaving, and 
that they were thinking of me to take his place. I accepted the assignment because the increase in hours was really nice. After training and carrying the new position for almost a year, they announced that the manager would be leaving as they were being promoted and going to another store. And this was after they told me that I was a front runner for his position and even had me meet with the district manager who told me that there were no other candidates besides myself. However, after the meeting where they said that they would have to follow up to do some paperwork to probably make it official, I was surprised when they told me that they decided to bring a different manager on from a different store to take this other manager's place, despite the verbal agreement that we had come to in the first place. I felt terrible, but a friend who's also a manager told me that it happens and you just gotta move on and find something better. So I went to a new job where I work on the phones and customer service, but there are days where I'm still disappointed. Fast forward a few months from leaving retail and the manager who offered me the task on behalf of the store manager offered to meet for lunch and I went because he was really cool and I liked him. So when we met, he told me that he was planning to leave too, but that there was something he wanted to talk to me about. When I asked him what it was, he said that some of the other managers often spoke bad about me because I was homeschooled. They called me terrible names behind my back. In addition to other things, he said that a few of them opposed promoting me all because they looked down on me and apparently they looked down on him too for supporting me. They often made jokes about me saying that they didn't like me because I was homeschooled and that they thought I was stupid. I have been homeschooled since the second grade and this is after my parents decided to take me out of school for religious reasons and I have often doubted my social skills despite making an effort to improve them at my job almost to the point of getting promoted. My former manager that I was meeting with for lunch said that I had every technical qualification for the promotion but that it didn't matter in the end which it hurts. I've often struggled with the stigma of being slow from others and it's made me doubt my chances of ever finding someone too that I will love. Overall it was just a terrible experience and I know that I will make sure that I never get treated that way ever again. That is disgusting behavior from his co-workers. They actively tried to prevent them from getting this promotion all because they were homeschooled. They said some terrible things about this kid as well that I left out of this story on purpose but just know that it's really hurtful and it's really uncalled for. You don't treat people like garbage like that just based on their upbringing. That's such a terrible thing to do. This kid in my eyes had every qualification and deserved to be the store manager and it just sucks that people got in his way and prevented that from happening. But at the end of the day, this is just a minor setback and he will absolutely flourish at a new job that appreciates him and values him as a member of their team. He will absolutely do much better. I think my boyfriend stole all of my money and I don't know what to do about it. My boyfriend and I have been living together for just a little under a year and I'm pretty sure he just emptied my bank accounts. I only found out an hour ago. My phone banking app got blocked three days ago and at the time I couldn't figure out why but I've been in bed as sick as a dog for the past week so I couldn't get to the bank until now. The nice lady at the bank very kindly showed me how my bank account was drained by a series of smallish payments all sent to his phone number and then the withdrawal. Both my savings account and my checking account now have negative balances. I don't have any money for rent or food or gas or anything. I confronted him but he is denying it. I can't even tell myself to trust him and to consider my options as I had in the past since he cheated on me a month ago. He is adamant that he has no use for my money, but it was all sent to his number from my phone the same day he was with me to supposedly look after his sick girl, as he put it. We live together. He is dependent on me for rent, utilities, most bills, and pretty much everything else. He recently has had some illegal substance issues, and this stunt with some illegal substance is pretty much burned all the bridges in his life. So if I throw him out, he will have nowhere to go. I've had to leave him alone at my house since I am writing an exam on campus in less than an hour. But he claimed that he would be gone by the time I came back and that he would leave double the amount
amount stolen on the bed to prove he doesn't need the money. It honestly feels like he is trying to bribe me. My dad wants me to report him to the police, where he got a job literally yesterday. I'm having the worst day that I've had in a long time, and I simply don't know what to do. I don't have any close friends or family. He sort of pushed everyone and everything else out of my life a while ago. Can anyone help with some advice? What should I do? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. It seems like this guy absolutely did steal from you. I mean, everything points in that direction. The bank reports don't lie. They all went to his account. And if you've got documentation of that and you have proof of that, you might want to look at getting an attorney as well as kicking this guy out of your house. The man robbed you. He took your money. It doesn't matter if he's going to pay you back with double the amount. That's ridiculous. This could easily happen again. You should call the bank and let them know what's going on. And at least they can be on alert or put some kind of notice on your account to not accept any withdrawals from this person. But in all honesty, it might be time to call the police and report him for theft. This guy has isolated you and pushed everybody else out of your life except for him. It's time to reconnect with some family who probably misses you and cares about you and wants to see you succeed. You do not need this, in my opinion. My relationship with my parents has been a struggle ever since my health issues, and I don't know what to do. I am a 33-year-old man and have, for the past several years now, struggled to get to the bottom of chronic health symptoms that have proven difficult to figure out. Early on, when I ran into a brick wall, with my then doctor. I went to my parents for support since I knew that I wasn't imagining it and I was getting fed up with having to deal with this problem. I went to them expecting that they would take my side and support me 100%. I was wrong. My mother listened to me at first, but my father was almost completely tone deaf about it. When I explained to him what was going on and how I was feeling, he said, well, it could be that you have XYZ. Go to your doctor and see what he says. But after I went to the doctor and the doctor told me that he didn't find anything wrong with me, he completely turned on me. Anytime I would bring up my health, he would always play the contrarian to whatever it was I had to say, always taking the opposite side. It didn't matter if he understood it or not, he would always find a way to argue. Anyone else have troubling dynamic like this? What did you do about it? I'm trying to talk to my mom about it, but it's fruitless. She's a lush and doesn't remember half of what you talked to her about. And my sibling is a total mercenary who only calls when it serves her best interests first. I guess I just need to get this off my chest, but I really don't know what to do. If you were in my shoes, what would you do? I would find another doctor first and foremost. It sounds like the parents and your siblings are not at all helpful, so that's more than enough obvious evidence in my opinion that you should be looking to other people for support. I mean, it's bad enough that you have issues going on with your health that you can't really explain, but having people say that you're faking it or just simply not listening or not caring is really soul-crushing, and I hope this person finds support that can help them find some kind of solution, because nobody should live their life that way. My supposed friend came back to me 
after months of ghosting me, only to then start ghosting me again. I have a 23-year-old friend who has been trying to get in touch with me since January and has finally reached out wanting to meet up with me after all this time. The period of silence was due to life issues and a falling out we had, but now she's back and I couldn't be happier about it. We apologized to each other, had a chat over text, and agreed to meet up. I've tried for the past three weeks to arrange something with her, but every time she just changes the subject as if I never even asked her. For example, I ask for a particular weekend and the topic is suddenly switched to something completely random. I would prefer it if she would just come clean and told me if she's free or not, but I assume she's busy and doesn't want to meet up based on her reactions. But then again, why would she agree to meet up and then flake on every possible arrangement that I make? It's a waste of time and energy. I have no other friends and it hurts me knowing that this person might not even care about me either. I gave her chance after chance and I keep trying every week as I always give her the benefit of the doubt, but I'm losing my patience now. If you were in my shoes, what would you do? In my opinion, this person is probably not worth your time. Like, I'm all about giving people second chances, fourth chances, 12 chances, but this seems like a perpetual habit of theirs and it doesn't seem like they know how to commit to things and that's really just a waste of energy on your part. Even if you do get up and meet with them and have some kind of friendship, if you will, I feel like this stuff will always keep coming up and it'll just lead to an empty friendship. That's my opinion at least. I know she says that this person is their friend and that they don't have any of their friends to rely on, but a real friend would be caring and they would make time for you. I personally understand that everybody's busy and has something going on, but this is the second time that this person has stepped into your life and flaked out. So it might be better just to find new friends than to keep trying to reach out to someone who is clearly not showing the effort to be your friend. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.